Yeah, I think, I guess what this is going to be our uh, Christmas Unplugged. Right. Ooh, that's a good name for it. Even though we're called Unfiltered. Is it Christmas Unfiltered, actually? Maybe <laughs> Yeah, it may we be could definitely do that. A little rogue, because we don't have... It's called Flying by the Seat of Your Pants. So we decided that we were going to go back to our old style, at least for this one, and then reevaluate and just sit down and talk. Because what's happened with this podcast is us four don't do as much sitting and debriefing as we used to because we do the podcast and we get deep and it's great. But for me, sometimes I just need to sit down, pour a glass of wine and unload on my friends and let them help process things. And so I initially said I didn't want to record today, kind of said that. And my friends were like, no, let's just do it. And I'm glad they did because I need it. So Not all your friends said that. <laughs> welcome to the marriage unfiltered podcast together the carters of the fields are pursuing christ by working to make our marriages a ministry but the process can be difficult and messy so we decided to take off all the filters and record our discussions as we ask the hard questions and learn together We invite you to join us as we all seek to know God more intimately, strengthen our marriages, and change our family legacies. We used to do fireside chats where we'd just go outside and do that. We haven't done that in forever. And so this is a good opportunity just to catch up. That's right. We need to get really long cords and have fireside chat out there and we can hear the crackling of the fire through the mic. That'd be cool. And the occasional ambulance and airplane. That's true. Dragster driving by. I think the kind of the feedback that we've been getting from a few people is that um, they love the podcast. They love when we talk about our marriage and the things that we're struggling with, but they don't necessarily love as much when we talk about biblical heroes. <laughs> I think we sound like goobs when we do it. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't any, had anybody tell me that they don't like that. I just know that there's a shortage of real practical marriage tips out there and people just want to hear us talk real about it. Not just because we can go into the biblical perspective and we always include that, but there's a lot of um, very fundamental perspectives on marriage straight to the Bible, which isn't bad. Um, or they're secular. And so I think it's a breath of fresh air for us to just kind of find the middle. I think that's what we do. I don't know. Yeah. And the feedback to me was just your every or, your ordinary everyday lives. Like we want to be brought into that. And how do you how do you work through just day to day? So like, which is crazy to me because I'm like, why do you want to be part of our everyday lives? Like we have sometimes I don't want to be part of my everyday life. <laughs> yeah. <Goodness. laughs> yeah, it's a lot. But I have to say, so we did uh, marriage night last week at church and it was so good, good because it, I don't even remember what it was called, but it was just talking about. It the, was so good. <laughs> I don't remember anything about it. But no, it was talking about the hustle and bustle of the holiday season and how we get so distracted and how it can affect our marriage so much. And so it was a great opportunity for Brian and I to sit down and really talk through some 
I mean, it's silly. If you were to, come on, if you were to like be on the outside looking in, you'd be like, that's so silly. But it's crazy how those silly things turn into a huge fight um, for us sometimes. And so it was a really good evening. So I think it's important. I want to do that on this podcast too, is really dive into um, what are we doing? Are we being proactive or are we being reactive during the season in the way that we talk to our spouses and, and deal with situations. So, well, I think the thing that I took away from last week was it, it's a, it's a time of, it's supposed to be a time of joy and peace and remembering what the season is truly about, but we've made it this hustle and bustle and stressful, anxious time. And it seems like every year for the last three, four, five years in, in our lives, it's like every, every season that we, we go into like the Christmas season, um, it just seems chaotic. There's either something going on at work or something that just absolutely steals the joy that God had intended for us. Right. Yeah. That, uh, the topic was called running on empty. And it's funny because even, even you guys had said, if we don't record tonight, basically we can't record because we have something every single night. And I kind of zoomed back in my life and thought, man, that was yesterday that we had end of year programs and we had basketball and volleyball and his company party, my company party, the party that we threw, the party that these friends threw. And it's all really fun, great stuff. And even I created that whole card and was like, take some stuff off your plate. Oh, by the way, join us next Wednesday for our Jingle (laughs) Mingle. And so there's an expectation that there are some things that need to be celebrated, but we have to be okay saying no to some things. And we've, we've taken a lot off of our plate recently, but I've had that thought too of at, I don't know. I'm, I'm struggling to be honest. I, I, I'm very low in energy. I'm having a hard time finding the excitement of the season. And it's crazy because Kennedy comes home on Friday. I'm excited about having, and maybe that will help a lot because her energy is just a a whole nother level. But the excitement of Jonah, he'll kind of know what's going on this year. He's like obsessed with the Christmas lights and snowmen. And that's really fun but I'm just tired. And I'm like, there. somebody's got to make the magic happen and it's up to me. And I've always loved that. But the pressure that comes with it can just be very overwhelming. I don't, I don't think you need to have the pressure of making the magic happen. I think, <clears throat> I mean, we've all, Lisa and I've always disagreed with, um, you know, we need to do this and do that. And I'm like, no, we don't need to do any of that. And And I'm unhealthy in the way that like, for the month of December, I could come home every day from work and sit down, not socialize. For Christmas break, I could sleep, you know, 72 hours. If if Lisa gave me permission to sleep for four straight days, I wouldn't come out of my bedroom, you know. And that, but that's un- I, I, that's not all the always the case. When I'm unhealthy, that's what happens. And she's a little bit of the opposite that, you know, if we're not doing something, then we're missing something. And, um, you know, so finding that balance, but putting that pressure on you to be the one that needs to come through. Um, I definitely have a little bit of argument on my side with 
the whole Western world and Eastern world mindset and emotions and stuff like that. But uh, it's tough. But I just I hope that this season we can discuss it. Maybe even on this podcast here, we can figure out a good rhythm of what this season will look like. We're not arguing about anything. No, no, but it's, I mean, I mean, if you think about it though, like there's stuff on my plate that doesn't have to be on my plate, but because it's always happened, I feel like it's expected. But one of those things is we have absolutely every single year for 26 years sent a Christmas card and this year it comes into my mind and it goes straight back out the other side. And I'm just like, I, and then I go, well, are people going to go, well, where's the card from the Carters? No, no. but I still feel this, like, how dare I drop the ball now? But I, I, last year was our last official year with a kid living in our home. If you don't count a kid at college and that's when you kind of go, okay, pass the baton, somebody else. And now digital age, we could take a family picture. And people don't have to worry about throwing those away. I mean, we throw them away. So what are we doing? So everybody out there who gets a card from me, um, I'm sorry, this year you're going to have to just pull out the old one or get a digital one. And I'm taking that off my plate and being okay with that. Let's do a real card. Like, you know, hey, you know, Merry Christmas, Fields. Um, We really didn't want to send this, but we felt forced to. (laughs) Just really struggling with anxiety. Lisa's Lisa's struggling with too much on her plate. And you know what? Forget y'all. See y'all later. <laughs> no, I don't want to say that. That's, that's too much. Well, what you should do, what I did is I took a five-year hiatus. I just, I, want, I wanted to get them out, didn't get them out. So this year, since we moved and had a new address, we got cards out and everybody was like, yay. So just take a break. And then when you come back, everyone will be excited to get go. a card. I didn't get a card. Look at her face. Uh, look at her face. <laughs> Okay. So jolly. You didn't you, get a card for are real. You serious? I don't know. Did we? I didn't see it. When when would you send? Oh, they got. It's okay. You don't have to. I know where you live. Oh, before really? Thanksgiving. Yeah, you would have gotten one. That's yeah. just not acceptable. It's not. It's not <laughs> That's it. I'm not sending you a card. That's right, dude. That's right. I I love your honesty though, because y'all just explaining that whole scenario is ex- the exact conversation that Alyssa Are you had serious? at marriage night. That's hilarious. Exact conversation. <laughs> because here's my thing: is what Lisa was saying. Like, there's so much pressure and expectation. Yeah. But what I also want to say to that point, though, is I think sometimes we make an agreement that it's all up to me to make this thing happen. And that's not true. And it's it's you can go back to the last podcast and listen about how I struggled with, you know, work and providing for the family. It's all up to me. That's not true. Yeah. But we make that agreement that if I don't do this, then. Christmas is just not going to be the same. Well, though, so there's, am I loud enough? Oh, yeah. Okay. There's, there are some things, though, that because I do want Christmas cards out, typically it's not going to happen this year. I'm not going to go, Jeff, would you take care of Christmas cards? That's not going to happen. Um, I We have an annual gingerbread decorating competition. I could put Jeff in charge of organizing that. And he's going to go, we should just not do this. You know what I'm saying? And, but the I kids expect the, that. I bought the, the, the stuff Maybe not last year, but the year before. You did? Yeah. But okay. there was one year, it was here. Correct me. I what did remember. I do? I, I did something for Christmas and I can't remember <laughs> what it was, but I want it noted. <laughs> <laughs> but you just said in the, in your previous statement that the, there's things that within the Christmas season that we have to learn to say no to. 
Yeah, well, that's not one of them. <laughs> that's one that the kids really love, and it's well, awesome let the them run with it. But I could, but I could say, yeah, you got. And we did talk about already, like giving them a budget. They all go to the store, get their own supplies. And I could say, Jeff, you're in charge of stockings this year, and you know we do a lot okay. less than we used to. But um, I <laughs> should I say I put on all of Christmas this? Well, the girls helped me, but I even did oh, the out, yeah. outdoor lights this year. They busted it. I mean, I I carried a box or two downstairs. That's about it. <laughs> so I I mean, I'm just being really honest. If it if it if I don't do it, things don't get done. I mean, somebody's got to do. Clean up groceries, shopping. I mean, you ha- you want groceries, you want laundry done, you want like there are those things that if it doesn't happen, it it doesn't. I mean, like things start falling apart, and so that's I do feel that we're talking about Christmas. Not- well, I'm just saying, I mean, <laughs> the the generic, and then you add Christmas on top of it, and that's we had a we had a discussion last week about. Just because we went to marriage night, it was so good to sit down and actually have some margin to talk about things that we don't agree with. Like Brian just wouldn't put Christmas lights on outside if he had the choice. But I'm like, we have kids and they love Christmas like I do and they love lights. And so they'll be disappointed if we don't have lights up. And so we talked about it and he's like, I really do not want to do lights this year. Well, and and the reason is not just because I'm anti-light. It's like... We have so much going on with just trying to get settled into the house that the last thing that we need to worry about is lights on the house. But the thing about it, too, when you make that statement is the last thing we need to worry about, the last thing you feel like we should worry about is that, you know what I mean? And so it and I'm not I'm just I'm just restating what we talked about last week. You then invalidate me and what's important to me. And so that's why I got frustrated because I'm like, fine, I'll just do it myself. Yeah. And what that means is I will go out there like she says, I will just do it myself. And then I'm the a-hole sitting inside allowing, that is my, true. allowing my wife to do lights on the house. Right? And, and that is true. But that was your choice. But that's, yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, we, so what happens with her, I'll You're not, do it, not an a-hole when that happens. I will do it myself. I get better. I can't not, I can't let her just do it by herself. So she does that knowing that I will come out and do hey, it. Hey, and that's not a true statement. I'm just for the record, because so many years you let me just do it and you did not come out and help. So my expectation is not that you'll come out and help. It's, it's that wishful thinking that you will, but it's not. I, I would disagree that you did that lights on your house on the house without me ever. Like, I don't, I don't think you're recalling that correctly. Yeah, I I did. I did a lot of no. things without you. Do you remember that time that I like picked up the trash and, and oh, here we go uh, again then, with the trash. No, let's go back to the lights real, just real quick. Okay. Do you feel, you honestly feel that there were years where you did all of the outside Christmas decorating without Brian's assistance? Oh, there's, I mean, we used to do garlands on that. I mean, we did crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah. I'm not talking about like around the door. Well, the thing about it in the old house is we had high eaves. And so I would get my nephew usually to help, or I would hire someone because it was just too steep. Um, but this year it's really flat. I didn't even plan that. I'm Re- so excited really about flat. it. It's flat roof pretty much. <laughs> I think, I think the last time I checked. Anyway, really, all of really this flat. to say is typically I would say in my mind, screw you, I'm going to do it because it's important to me and it's important to the kids. And 
I'm going to be a Scrooge if I don't have Christmas lights up because I think they're so pretty and I just love it. But when we talked about it and I listened to Brian and heard his heart on it in my mind, I'm going, dude, we're like 27 days from Christmas. It's really not that long. And so I was like, I'm going to let it go. It's really important to him that we don't do lights this year. Okay. It'll be, it'll be okay. Because he told me when we sat down last week, he's like, you're not going to let this go. You're going to do it anyway. Typically that is my mentality, but I was like, I see what you're saying and you're right. If it's important that we don't do it, I'm going to respect you in that. So we're not putting up lights this year. So, and and the kids were very disappointed. Oh my God. (laughs) They could get two. Whatever. Ella cared. Don't tell me she, I'll bring her, I'll call her right now. She was too. I came up with alternatives. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry for all of you that do this, but it just, you know, like. What were the alternatives? The stake in the ground that. The stake in the ground that shines the party lights on the house. Oh, Oh, my dad does that. Yeah. (laughs) You should do a drone show. That's the alternative (laughs) now. There you go. Go Running in front of your house all the time. Anyway, so. I would rather do that. People do do that now. That's the big thing this year is drone shows at, at their house. Wow. I want to find How one. How much money do you have to have to do drones? It's shows? getting wow. cheaper and cheaper. It's crazy. I I mean, I haven't priced anything Tech did serious. one for their Carol of Lights. It was really cool. Wow. It's but I think that it is, it's really important to talk it out. And I think it's important to validate whether I think something stupid or Brian thinks something stupid. Like it's so important just to sit down and, and hear the other person. And like me, I'll mow over him with whatever my, like whatever I want to do, I will get it done. Um, but in that moment, it's like, okay, I have to see him. And it really isn't the end of the world if we don't have this done. And so I have to give and take, but, but on the flip side, I'm like, yeah, if you don't, if you don't do stuff, like if I don't, if I don't do the groceries, if I don't do the laundry, if I don't change sheets, if I don't do, it doesn't get done. And so the, the thing that like, Jeff, you were kind of like, oh, it's no big deal. We don't have to. Well, you do. Somebody's got to do it because, you know, you'd think fairies come in. I wasn't talking about housework. Just, I, was, I was talking about Christmas stuff. Oh, just in, I was, I was going more general. Yeah. No, I wasn't talking general. Yeah. Stuff's got to get done. And I mean, if, and especially cooking at Christmas, you know, all of that is a lot of work too. And it's a yeah. lot of money. Well, and that's one of the things. It's not as expensive as eating out though. That, amen to that. Yeah. But one of the things that I think Alyssa and I are on the same page here, it's something about when you're raising your kids, you want to make sure that Christmas is magical. And so what that's meant to our girls is that they want to come here because that's where I've worked to make it magic because that's where my mom did the same. And it just, it, it's, there's just something about it. And as long as they're they're wanting to do that, I'm going to do what I can to make it magical for them. But I even said, I made the statement last year, hey, next Christmas, we're going to simplify this. We're going to do a lot more paper plates and plastic forks and simpler meals because I felt like all of Christmas, all I did was cook, 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 cook. And it was great. And I love doing it for my family, but it was exhausting. It was so much dishes. And I don't mean we have to eat out every time, but there's got to be a way to simplify it a little bit. But but there's there's things that, I love happening at mag at that are magical at Christmas that if I dropped the ball on it or gave it to somebody else, there are some things that I just, I just am the one that does it and that's fine. That's, I get, I get to choose if that's what, you know, I want to just give an example with me is, um, and maybe this will relate. So tell me if it does or doesn't like with my business, there's times and I've got investors, but I do, 
I do 99. I do a hundred percent of all of it. I mean, we can call 99 and a half or whatever, but it's a hundred percent of everything. And there's times where it's been like, Oh, well, you need a hand with this. And I'm like, no, I got it. I got it. You know, and then I get out there and as I'm moving boxes or loading or whatever, I'm like, man, forget this, forget that. And you have this attitude and it's like, well, you can't, Jeff, you can't have it both ways. I mean, you did get offered help. Um, and it was like, no, you know, I'm very much when it comes to business, I'm very much want to be in control. So it's, it's easy for me to say, no, I'll just take care of it on my own. But then there's times where, you know, the human part of me gets to it. And I think that's a really good point. And that is true. I think for me, and it's just crazy because I just thought of this, but it's the way it's worded. Like I'll be knee deep in something and Brian will be like, can I help you with anything? And I'm like, no, but if he would, cause I know he's just in my mind, my perspective is he's just saying it to go. I checked the box, made sure she's good. And I'm going to go lay down or whatever. But like, if he would say, what can I do right now to help you? Like just that little, that little verbiage change, then it's like, okay, he's wanting to serve me and he's going to stand here until I tell him something that will help me. So I really always turn down, like, do you need any help? I'm literally on fire and you're asking me if I need help. (laughs) But, you know, so I think for me, that's a big. But that's, that's you too, because I don't just say that to, to your, your perception is that I'm just saying that to check the box. I promise you, I wouldn't ask if I didn't want to help you. Well, and that's why it's good to talk, have these conversations that we typically wouldn't have day to day. These need to be, you know, we need to sit down like, like this. And, well, it out. and you and I are, are very similar and it's vulnerable to accept help. Do you need help? I don't need any help. I got this. Right. You know, Alyssa is one of the hardest people to help actually. Yeah. I love you. And you're really <laughs> hard to help. <laughs> And I feel I'm very similar in that, that I'll take care of whatever I need to take care of. And help is a, is a harsh word, but if someone, Hey Jeff, what can I do for you right now? Is a totally different way. And I've never really even, you just said it there. I've never thought of that either. And I'm hard to, I'll admit and what you said is true, babe. If, if I would accept help from you, if I would have waited on the Christmas lights, you would have come out there and done them. But I'm like, well, it, part of me was, I just wanted to do them. Part of me was, I didn't want to bother with asking you to help. And, uh, it's the Christmas tree from downstairs needs to still come upstairs and it's still downstairs. If I really wanted to bust some, you know, what's, it would have happened. Um, but I, I do know if I would say, would you take care of Christmas cards this year? You would actually do it. You, 100%. I would, I would I'm have in. to walk you through you it. You me do it now? I'll do it. Do it. I'm going to write it up tonight. <laughs> no, you're going to write that Christmas card that you're talking about. I 100% will. That's exactly what I was saying. Well, I think I think there's like what you said is like if if I wanted to make the tr- Christmas tree come up, I could make it happen by busting chops. But I guarantee too, like if, if you would have said to Jeff, hey, babe, can we get the Christmas tree up here before the end of the weekend? I did do that. Those were words out of her mouth. Oh, but there, there's, but there's, cer- there's extenuating circumstances, yeah. right? But babies napping and everything. Yep. But if, if Alyssa asked, asked me to do something and she, because I think a lot of times with, with us, it's like you ask me to do it right now, or you ask me to do it and you expect me to do it right then. And I'm not always just, I'm not always going to do that. But if you say, you give me a timeline, I'll do it before the timeline's over. Well, and that's how we're wired because I'm like, why put off tomorrow what we could do today or whatever that saying is. And uh, like, isn't I am, that from Papa? 
<laughs> the guy that the, the guy that gets the hamburgers or I would, but I'm just like I if it if say for a weekend if there's a if there's stuff that needs to be done I want to get it done now so that we can enjoy the weekend. Brian wants to enjoy the weekend and then get it done at the very end. We're just complete opposites in that. And so when I say can you do this? Yes, in my mind I'm like right now. And in his mind it's totally something different. And so again it's just so important to I can handle I can handle request a lot better if you give me a timeline. If, if I, I, I think that I wonder if that's a male female thing. Cause that's very much like us, but like I'm the same way. Let's bust our booties on Saturday and enjoy Sunday and he'll enjoy Saturday. And then I'm like, this is only going to take a nap after church. It's Sabbath. And he's out there busting his tail. And my personality doesn't handle that. Well, if somebody's working hard, I feel like I need to be up and working. And if I'm working hard, I feel like everybody else should be up and working. So it's not good. We've had to have really good conversations about yeah, that. Yeah, two two things. So my general standard operating on the weekends is to get up, bust it, get a few things done, take a break, potentially do some more lighter things towards the end of the day or not, and completely relax. Church on Sunday, the few things, the several things I didn't get done, I try to get done on Sunday. And then what I don't get done moves over for the weekend to the next weekend. But the the thing that Lisa and I do um, pretty regularly when we're in town on a weekend is we get coffee Saturday morning. We make coffee. We don't go get it. We make coffee. We sit down. We're like, okay, what needs to get done? And we run through this list. And there's usually five to, I mean, honestly, five to maybe 15 things. And we sort of, oh, no, we this has to get done. Okay. You know, and we're pretty decent about accomplishing those things. There's, there's, there's nothing that really has to get done that doesn't get done through that weekend. But to Lisa's point, it might be Sunday evening when it finally gets done. (laughs) Well, I think that, you know, you saying that, that has become a newer routine of ours because it causes fights. But if we can apply that to Christmas and go, hey, these are my expectations for the holidays. This this is a priority. I really want to include this. And we sit down and talk it out and going to this event doesn't fit or hosting this event doesn't fit or baking this doesn't fit, let's take it off or at least put it toward the bottom. And then we get the other things done and we're like, I don't have space or margin for that thing at the bottom. So I think it would be good to do it. Then maybe that's what you guys did at marriage night. We missed, but yeah, I mean, just the opportunity to sit down and, and talk about the season coming up so that we are able to be proactive and talk through things versus just letting the season just whip us up and then you're exhausted and you're you're at wit's end with each other by the end. Yeah. Um, and so I thought just taking a breath, even just, you know, I'd recommend a date night just to, okay, what are your expectations for the holidays, especially when it comes to family mm-hmm. and all of those things. It is so easy um, to get angry at each other or frustrated or bitter. So I think it was it was a great time for us just to reflect and talk about things like Christmas lights. (laughs) Speaking of family over the holidays, um, what would you... Nope. (laughs) Revisit last year's podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's funny. That's a good, that's a good thing that we've, we've, we've done in the recent past, but I think that we're continuing to get a little bit better at is just, 
in the morning on a Saturday morning, what are your expectations for the day? That has saved us because that is where we had the biggest fights is we, I think that is when our agreements about each other surface the most is I thought, because I'm like, if it doesn't, if I don't do it, it doesn't get done. And you're like, I don't know what your, what was your thought then? Well, my, my, my agreement that I make is that she's a busy body, that she doesn't know how to relax. And, and mine I think for there's him a lot of truth lazy. in that. <laughs> well, and I think there's a, honestly, there's a lot of truth in the fact that I think you're lazy. I'm just yeah. being, you know what I mean? Like I absolutely a lot of truth in that. So I was, I, somebody said something the other day. I'm like, what would it be like if I married somebody who was like me? Oh my gosh. Can you imagine the oh efficiency? It would, would be no, amazing. Would be divorced. Yeah, no, that I know. is such an agreement. No, but I'm just saying like on the level of efficiency, like that is my, I mean, that is my love language. And then like what you were talking, if we're both working at the same time, I'm like, oh my gosh, it is. It's you my you guys place. would work each other's yeah. ass into you the wouldn't, ground. Y'all wouldn't have any friends. You definitely would not have friends. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I mean, you you have a lot of friends, but I mean, if both of y'all were just go, 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 go. Mm-mm. But it's mm. not about, it's not necessarily go, go, go. It's like go and to get stuff done. Like, yeah, but that, no, the, but just the, think you have your things that you want to get done and go. You have somebody else that is not in line with you wanting to get things to go, but they want to get things and go. Hey, Ooh. it is in my own world and but we're all prob- on the same path in my own mind. The <laughs> problem <laughs> is, that's is my point. imaginary. That's that's the fair. problem is, is like you say, I want to get things done. The problem is, is there's always other things to be done. So you just go from one project to the next, to the next, to the next. Look how efficient I am. Look how efficient I am. Get all this stuff done to where you get to a point where you're like, you, you hate life. That is not no, me. No, that's not her. No, you would, you would hate life if that were the case, yeah, but that's, that's not, not her. That's well, fair. she gets that to the fair. point where she's so tired and she's like, I can't, I can't but that's, I that's can't. fair too, because you're not perfect in how you handle everything. So that you is probably true. Get, yeah. But what I do, was it last night? Like we sat on the couch and watched the game. Like I, I truly did get, amazing. I truly did get done what I needed to get done. And I was like, sweet, let's relax and hang out. Nice. That's always Jeff's favorite thing. If he, if he's like, if you would just come sit and I've had to learn, but I've also taken those weekends where we just blow everything off and then I pay for it. Like it just has, there's stuff that just has to get done. It just is mm. until we can hire a yard guy and, a uh, housekeeper and which yeah. we, yeah. But I mean, there's home repairs constantly. There's just always stuff. And if you let it fall to the wayside too much, but there's a balance too. And there's conversations, make that list. What's a priority. And then, and if Jeff has a priority, Hey, I want to watch this game and I'd love for you to sit with me and do it. We put that in the list and, and we have that conversation. And if I would like to go out on a date, that's on the list. And we have to go, if we do all of this, we're not going to have time for a date. So we better take some stuff off and it's, it'll get done. That's really good. That's really good. And I, I woke up this weekend. I'm like, I'm feeling overwhelmed. Brody and I hadn't finished. We didn't finish his homeschool stuff. And um, cause we have home days we didn't finish his stuff and I had groceries that we had to get. It was like, I was and so I was able to verbalize cause I tend to go, I'm so overwhelmed and I can't tell you why. Like there's just so much going that has to get done, but being able to identify what they were, then we were able to work through it and make it work. But it's, I, I, I really do get in my own head sometimes and I'm not able to articulate things. And so it's really important to have that time to sit down and just hash things out. Well, I think a lot of that too is wounds that I've created in you that you're 
almost scared to talk about with me. Actually, that brings something up. Like I want to talk to you about something and um, it's nothing bad, but it's something I wanted. It, it's something. And, but I am, I'm just afraid. You should be. Of the, no- <laughs> I'm just, joking. here we go. It's a good place. Yeah. Let's talk about it. No, you're, you're okay. So this is real world. Like, I really feel like you're going to be like that stupid Alyssa. I will try not to say that. Okay, she wants to hand you her heart right now, so handle it gently. Why okay. am I getting emotional? Oh, hey. It's silly. Evidently, it's not. So Brody's 10, and he is addicted to his stupid Fortnite game. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he's so consumed by it. And I just want to throw it out the window. I hate it so much. And I wish that I would not have allowed it in our house. Cause it's just, his attitude is so bad and he's mm-hmm. so sassy and it's so frustrating. And so, but I know that if I get rid of it, he's going to be like, mom, I'm bored. Mom, entertain me, mom. You know, and I just want, I just want to have some things for him to do. And so I asked Brian, I was like, can we get him a basketball goal? And he was like, no, where would you put it? And I'm like, well, I was thinking over here. He's like, no, then it would just go in the neighbor's yard. I'm like, well, let's put on the other fence, have it go in our yard, like something like I want to just try and, and then like the baseball thing. I'm like, I want to get one of those nets that he can just hit off the tee, just practice. Brad's like, I'm not putting them up. No. And then honestly, this one like is so hard to say. It's so silly, but I really would love because where we are in the neighborhood, there's not a lot of traffic. I would love, love, love to do like a little golf cart or Polaris or something like that. The kids would love it. And we could drive around the neighborhood and go up through the church, you know, because we have a church right next to us in the parking lot. And both kids, I think, would really enjoy it. I could drive them to school you know, in the golf cart, that's how close we are to the school, like just up and around. And we have a friend of ours that lives in a neighborhood next to ours. And she brings her kids on the golf cart every Friday, um, through car line. It's so cute. And I'm like, I would love to make those kind of memories with my kids and have that. And I understand that they're expensive and all that sort of thing. But I just feel like every time I come and I'm like, Hey, I really want to invest. I like this. Is it. It's important to me but I just keep getting no, no, no. And so then it comes to like, well, then I try to logically think through why it's a bad idea. You know, where are you going to put it and what all these things, but I just, I really want to invest in these memories and these times with our kids. And I just feel like I keep getting shot down. And so, um, I just, that was, that's just my heart in it. I feel stupid like that I'm even crying about it because, but it's really important to me. But at the same time, it is a wound and I get told no. Like, and so when I get told no, it just makes me feel stupid. And so I don't know. Well, uh, I mean, I'm sorry for making you feel that way, but I see it in myself. And then, you you know, it's something that I've struggled with for a long time and I don't mean to be the no guy, but I also, I, I, I think that what it's not that I don't want Brody to have a basketball goal. It's not that I want Brody to have like a, a net in the backyard to hit baseballs into. It's just like, I, 
I have, I handle the finances and I know like, Hey, we need furniture and we need this. And and so I, it's not that I'm being mean. I'm just trying to manage cost of all the things that we have going on and right, wrong or indifferent. Like I just see that as like, no, but I think it's, but to me, it's your priorities are more important. Like a gym takes way more important, like precedent over something than something. You know what I mean? I've, I've sacrificed that. I, I, even today, like, yeah, I gave away all the money that I had saved for the gym. Yeah. No. And I, I know it cause like just the situation had to be that way, but um, so I just struggle with that. Cause I really, I, I'm like, what can I give up? What can I sacrifice? But I'm, because I think the most important thing is to make memories right yeah. now. I mean, Ella's 14 for crying out loud. And I see that. And I'm thankful that you share it with me in that way. And I, yeah, I think, I think I want <clears throat> to, from a bird's eye view, I think you guys are creating a ton of memories with your kids from the experience that we've had with our kids. Um, we had our struggles as far as what, you know, what what was going to be important, um, what was not going to be important. We didn't have a boy, so I think our life was a little bit easier when it comes to uh, activities and figuring things out. But we, I mean, we definitely argued with, we have too much stuff going on with these kids. You know, give them one activity, quit saying yes to all these things, or or we're not doing enough, this, that, and the other. Um I think a basketball goal would be a pretty decent idea. Two things, just uh, out of this stupid question, but we the basketball goal we bought was, I think, $120. We found it on Marketplace. Yeah, the so one I showed him was new on Wayfair, $144. There you go. Yeah, so but, just, just but I'm not, to think about it. And it's not the cost of it necessarily. That. It's like just, you know, being able to have someone come in and put it in the ground and cement it in nope, the ground and nope, all that crap. Nope, get, we have a water one. That way you can move it wherever you need to move it. You can, you know, it's got a drain plug. You drain out the water and you move it around. You know, if if you want to say that's white trash, well, I mean, then go spend $800 and get yeah. one mounted. Well, and I'm not trying to throw, I'm not trying to throw Brian on the bus at all. I'm just truly just talking about how I feel. And like at this point, it was like, I just, yeah, I wish that. I is there a format? wake up and there would be a Polaris with the bow on it. And because it's like, it's not a present just for, sure. for the kids. It's for yeah. me, like and just get that, opportunity. And, and if I had unlimited resources, that would be a great thing to do. But I, we just don't have the resources to go spend $10,000 on a, an no. ATV that we drive the kids to school in. And that's, but that's be- the thing is like that again, that's different perspective. It's not about driving the kids to school and it. it's about making memories. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I guess it would take the place of like a big trip or something, you know, cause that's kind of what I wanted. That's what I think is cool too, is when the kids get a certain age, you start making memories by doing trips and, um, and kind of like what you made me think of that too, Lisa, like, when you made all the food and you were in the kitchen all the time, like what do your kids remember from Christmas? Is it what they ate or is it what you, the memories that you guys made and being together and that sort of thing? Like, I think that that's what matters. And not to say that again, if you don't cook, no, it does not there. No, so it's the laughing, it's the laughing and having and fun. We're at a phase where the kids are in there with me for the most part. I mean, to be fair, the girls did almost all of the decorating. So that's, that is the phase we're in. The memories that we make are different, 
But you can make a lot of memories also choosing as a family to start saving for a Polaris. You can say, I mean, silly as it is, a lemonade stand, at least the girl, the kids feel like they're contributing. Hey, if we want this as a family, what can we say no to? We can say no to drive through this many times a week and you physically put that money in a jar. And that teaches them a ton about finances. We were terrible about that. But because we're very impulsive people and then we'd buy something and then regret it because we were scratching at the back end to try and figure out how to pay for it. So you can you can say this is going to be a goal together to go. That's what a vacation should be, too. Just an idea. That's cool. You know, you guys did just drop a bunch of money on a new house and equipping the new house. And that's really hard. But. Um, also think there could be a creative discussion between the both of you of, yeah, we got to get our boy out, get some energy out of him, give him some, some, I, something and maybe include him in that conversation. What would make him want to go outside? I was watching him throw lawn darts the other day and he was having a grand old time. Yeah. <laughs> He's pretty easy to please or not lawn, just regular darts. Yeah. He can't. Well, for me, you know, there was no option in the house. There was nothing. So he found something to do. So you could take the video game and say, find something, he'll find something. Right. Is there a format that y'all could buy for the Fortnite that like after whatever the number is, 30 minutes a day or an hour a day, it just shuts off and it will not turn back on or does it not work that way? That's a good question. I don't like, know. I mean, like. I'll bet you there's time limits you can set on it. Yeah. Or just time limits on the, what he's got now yeah. that you could set on it. Yeah. That's what I need to do. I just have to, I just feel like with all the things that are going on, it's just so easy to let the kids get lost in electronics. And then I'm like, I don't want to look up and him be 18 and then go, Mm -hmm. man, I wish I would have put my foot down when he was 10 and said enough is enough because it just brings a lot. It just, it's crazy because there's two sides to him. You know, he's so sweet and has such a tender heart, but he can be so sassy and a jerk when he plays that game. And I'm like, I just don't want to feed that. I think, And I've heard that. Uh, from a lot of boy moms that that something switches and like Jeff said that's not a battle we fought our girls weren't I mean we play we as a family but they didn't get really too much into video games they had their own things that we battled but um I've heard that that they just kind of become a-holes for whatever reason but I think it's just a mind thing and back in our day it was more of a phase that you generally grew out of and matured out of but you know the generation between Brody and us hasn't i mean they still play plenty of video games well you play video games men your age play them way more than you do yeah yeah i'm enticed to play video games um we've talked about that on the podcast and um done a decent job here in the last has it been six weeks or whatever it was that i just totally got rid of it rid of both of them but still yeah i i would be enticed too and um, I'm 46 years old and there's people older than me and younger than me that, that do it a bunch and it, so they don't grow out of it. And ho- hopefully Brody, you know, walks out of it at some point, but there's a potential that he doesn't and you guys are going to have to figure something out. But that's the thing is like, that's where they hang out with their friends is on video games. I mean, our nephew came for Thanksgiving and his girlfriend from California flew in cause they met gaming online so it's very different now. Um, so it's just so much more work to go, okay, let's go pick up your friend and have him come over and do, you know, it's just, it is, um, it, it's so much more work, I feel like, but it's worth it. It is, it is one of those battles. I mean, we battled social media and every single time our kids were the last ones to get whatever platform 
And we would finally relent because they had all come over and they're all communicating on Snapchat in the same room. (laughs) And Kennedy's left out because they're all communicating on Snapchat, you know, and it's like, I guess we just got to relent to that. But there's still times I wish we would have been more strict about it because she'll come home and that's what she does the whole time she's here. She's on her phone. We keep trying to solve your problem, but. Um, can we solve y'all's please? Yeah, exactly. Can we switch gears? <laughs> one, one or more. throw me under the bus. I didn't, I totally didn't mean to throw you under the bus. I'm sorry. No, it was a good, it was I good. Feel bad. No, I feel bad. Well, I mean, people can't, if, if people listen to that and are upset at Brian. Then, no, they're not going to be upset at I know, him. That's it won't be the, the first time. <laughs> right. The point should be of, of your vulnerability. Babe, I, I, yeah. I choose not to get defensive in that regard. Like I understand. I see your point of view. I know that, that I'm that way naturally. It's something that I've, like I said, I've struggled with and I don't want to be that guy. And so I think there's a healthy compromise there between a Polaris and a basketball goal. I think we can come up with something. <laughs> how about a, how about a, uh, uh, a long range rifle that he can shoot in the backyard at, at yeah, Berlin. you got a field behind you. Just send him, <laughs> oh, send dude, him. Don't, don't think at Thanksgiving, I went to take out the trash and the neighbor, uh, a house over honked his horn at me and I walked out there and I was like, Hey, what's going on, man? He's like, there's a coyote there. And I'm talking like a coyote, like 15 yards past the fence and the, the coyotes just standing there looking at what? us. So, a lot of times, just this is left. Don't field. get that cat. Yeah. So the coyote, <laughs> that coyote is a is I forgot what they call it, a scout or something. They always hunt in packs, but that coyote will run the neighborhood and try to entice a dog, and that dog will chase him, and then the other coyotes surround him. <gasps> no kidding. Yeah. Like tell Brody not to chase the coyote. So <laughs> yeah. So I went in inside. I was like, "Hang on, dude. I got a house full of rednecks. <laughs> they, I guarantee, they've got a rifle in their house." In their car, and um, sure they didn't. And oh, they didn't. They didn't. And so Brody went in there and got his pellet gun, and uh, Uncle Josh shot the coyote with the pellet gun, but it didn't kill it. Um, so uh, we're gonna get like PETA on this. No. no. Okay. <laughs> no. Anyways, so Brody spent the entire day camped out on the dumpster with. With binoculars looking for that guy. Yeah. He's, he's living his best boy life with that land behind you. I mean, I've seen him over but here. But that's my thing is like, I can't, I, I don't want to say don't go out there. It's day. Well, I'm going to give him, I want to give him snake boots and tell him, knock yourself out. And Brian doesn't parent that way. He's not like, sure. Even snake boots. Those are so much cheaper than the Polaris. Yes. <laughs> but like, I, I want him to go and explore. He will and get like hurt. The, He'll get the, cut. The, the but vaccination it's of, or the anti- The anti-venom. Yeah, the rattlesnake. Yeah, probably. Yeah, just keep that. a jar of it at the yeah. house. <laughs> but like he treats it for breakfast. He's at that age where I want him to go hunt and I want him to go do the things because he's, he, that's what he comes alive in. And and, God's wired him that and, way. And I, I love that, but it's like, it's private land. You can't just go out there and do whatever you want. Well, if that company wants to come get a little 10 year old kid, bring it on. We'll talk about it. You know what I'm saying? But for signs. If there anything. aren't any signs, then there's not a lot they can there's do. There's no signs. They're actually a hazard. They, we there's can, no signs. There's just a barbed wire fence. Set <laughs> <laughs> right. them out on our property. That's fine. Yeah. So anyway, um, I was going to say something about, we were talking about coyote. Oh, well. We're talking about your problems now. Our I, problems. I, love, I love that 
um, knowledge, uh, whether it's true or not, about the coyote. <laughs> you know the, the odds. <laughs> uh, I distinctly I remember a conversation <laughs> with a guy named Heath. You remember Heath at our patio at the Green Tree, and Bronco saw that coyote, yes. and he's the one that told it. Do you remember that story? Well, now? we had a wildlife camera we put out there. Do you remember that? That's right. And we would go out, and you watch the wildlife camera. We had a, a yard that had no fence, and then there was a golf course. And you would see the coyote would come into the yard and was trying to get Bronco to come out. And and I'm talking it, yeah. like 9.55 to 10.05 every single night. So he's making his trail around the course. I'm telling you, he's trying to entice prey and then he'll run. And then that's interesting. Yeah. That would be a good thing for Brody to get a wildlife cam and let him put it up oh, there. Oh, that'd be cool. And just watch like. Or put some traps out that he can go figure out what he trapped and. You guys need to rewatch. I don't know if you ever watched Duck Dynasty. So that's a whole nother rabbit trail and go down. We watched The Blind. I just watched it this weekend. Too. Oh my gosh. Did so you cry? Good. So good. N- I never cry. Yeah. <laughs> You're crying right now. <laughs> it's everything we talked to couples about. It's incredible. So it made us want to go back and rewatch Duck Dynasty. And it just, these guys are wild and they're fine. It is something in, I watched Jonah go outside and the other day it was beautiful weather and he's barefoot and in shorts and he's skinning his knees and digging in dirt and the happiest kid, like living his best boy life, like loving life. Didn't want to walk on the artificial turf, but really <laughs> loves getting in the dirt, throwing rocks. He skinned up his knee like there's he's bleeding. He's bleeding from like seven different little spots on, on his knee. And he... He cried and then, but he is ready to like, go. Ball, and every once in a while, he'd, he'd, he'd like swat his knees. He, you know, you could tell it was hurting him and he didn't know what was going on, but he just kept playing. Wow. Uh, digging. I mean, so boys just have that. I mean, my girls, the the happiest they've ever been is playing in the mud. So they, that's in all of us is to just connect with what God created. And if there's a way they could do, I get it. There's a little bit of nervousness. There's stickers and wildlife, but we're close to I'm hospitals. Not it's about fine. stickers. You're worried about rattlesnakes. I'm worried about him getting bit by a rattlesnake, or but I mean, he's not going to die. No, it would learn. hurt. But I, I mean, mean, I'm kind of one of those. Steely, I'm kind of one of those. You Steely learn. Daily got bitten a lot as yeah. a three year old by baby rattlesnakes, and she may have had to be life lighted, but she survived. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing it's is, a great and story. that's, and I think that again, that is how you're wired. You're, you're you six. are you're worst very cautious. Worst case scenario, and I'm like. Well, they'll learn. And you're like, no, that is, that's not a good idea. And so we are very different in the way we parent too, because it seems like I'm carefree and I'm like, whatever. Um, and then, you know, on the flip side. So I feel like it's important to also meet in the middle, even with stuff like that. And I think you find them a, a, a really good pellet gun with like, you know, 22 caliber. That's what he has. Oh, he does have 22. Okay. Yeah. And it didn't kill that thing. Mm-mm. It was far How far though. away? Oh, it was far it was away. Far. Oh, okay. No, it's probably it's probably forty yards. Well, he may he may not have lived through the night because if he's bleeding out or bleeding and gets back to the pack, that may not be a good thing for him. Yeah. But anyway, the, wah, the neighbor wah. the neighbor <laughs> back to Christmas. The neighbor was like, kind of died. <laughs> I think that'll be a good good thing for him if we get like a wild game cam and stick it on the back post of that fence. And he can go manage that and look at video. That'd it was fascinating. Good. It was cool. I would love that too. That's awesome. It's like, see what's going on back there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It'd be good. They need a, you need to get that 
that brush figured out. Anywho. So Anywho. let's talk about y'all. Hmm. Or Brian, is there anything on your mind? No, life is good, man. (laughs) No, we had we had a good weekend. So tell me about this tree. So the tree didn't come up from the from downstairs. Yeah, so we've got two Christmas trees. We have a, a larger tree and a smaller tree, and the smaller tree is in a closet that is. Um, we originally had a plan to where that closet would be accessible with Bradley and Sam moving in and just with our stuff, their stuff, it's just piled up. And so it's in the way of getting into that closet would probably involve about maybe 15 or 20 minutes worth of moving boxes, grabbing it and getting it up. And we, that was a priority on the list and it just didn't get done. Yeah. There was honestly, there's a couple of times where we had a time gap to do it and like Max was napping. And so you can't go down and make a bunch of ruckus while he's napping. And um, honestly, there's more responsibility um, to getting that taken care of um, and just didn't, didn't get taken care of. So it's fine. So we're like T minus like what, 21 days till Christmas. Is that still a priority? Does that still, it'll get done by this weekend, if not this week, some point. Yeah. I, it, it's not the end of the, it's just a tree, right? It's just one tree in the grand scheme. But the way we decorate is we haven't put ornaments on the trees yet. We're waiting for Kennedy to be here and we'll put, we put, um, our annual ornaments on the big tree and then all of their homemade ornaments on this little tree. So it's a little more, um, eclectic and it's, it's, it's endearing to me because it's just the ones that, you know, those ornaments, their faces are on the picture, on the oh, ornaments yeah. and stuff like that. They're, it's just great. And so, and it's the one that kind of matches the theme of the living room, like a re- little retro feel. And again, if it's not a priority, it's not the end of the world. We can let that go. It'd be okay. But then also fine. missing it for this weekend was, I mean, it, it needed to get done, but um, not a lot would have been done to the tree this week until Kennedy got home. Right. Anyways. Right. Yeah. But it needs to get done and, yeah. and we need to get it out. And, and, um, Bradley and Sam or Bradley needs to help me move their stuff so we can open up that closet door and get it out. Yep. It'll See, it's happen. good. It's good to have those conversations. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it's, we, I think we're good. We're not yeah, having no. sex enough. Yeah. We're definitely but not we're both having too sex tired, enough. Which we, is a problem. Yeah. Well, we just went straight from tree to this. <laughs> You asked, you asked yeah. about us. That's good. I would argue, I mean, that's vulnerable. I mean, that's that's, thing. that's I think probably both, the biggest thing on our list right now is just, we get done at the end of the day and. We're both so tired. We, it's got to be more of a perfect stars aligning and we are both have to be. Are y'all schedulers or are y'all impromptu? No, yeah, okay. we're impromptu, but we lead up to it through the day. And if we do not lead up through it, to it through the day, it's not going to happen. If we lead up to it and we get home and either of us read each other wrong, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's been like, you know, not to pick on Brian, but it's been like a no. I mean, it's got to be like eight consecutive yeses. And if any of those are a no, then it's not. And as it stands right now, Lisa can interject if need be. We both sort of agree to that nonverbal agreement that mm-hmm. if we just haven't, none of us, neither of us have really tried to engage too much. Morning sex is a real thing. <laughs> I get you. Never, ever, ever been a morning sex guy. Ever. I'm not sure if, I mean, we've definitely had morning sex. I don't know if I've ever. How about lunch? Completely. You don't come he lives, he works in West Odessa. Oh. It's a 4 to 8 p.m. type of thing, but we've, 
That's a tight window there, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. That's, what, that's an ongoing. Let the I mean, spirit been, flow. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, it's not. That's sort of a joke. It's a, it definitely hasn't been. I don't know if we've done that much before 8 p.m. This in the last year and a half. Wow. It's, it's been, been late night. Well, that's your challenge for the week. Oh, yeah. we'll do it tonight. Morning sex. Now that we're talking about Oh, uh, we're not doing morning sex. Sorry. I would love that. I, I would, I've always told them, this is so much information. It, we've been talking for 30 minutes since all getting get cut. But um, this isn't, why does this need to get cut? I don't yeah, have a problem with fine. that. You don't want to talk, you talk about it? I have said, it, I, I'm definitely the person, if you are wake me up in the middle of the night, like to me, to be desired, to be sought after is exciting to me. But yeah. that's never been, never mm-hmm. been him. Oh, that's hell hard. no. You wake me up in the night, I'm going to. Knock you silly. He's going to lay there. Oh, baby. No way. <laughs> oh, baby. I actually had a friend who said that. She'd be like, yeah, he wakes me up. I'm like, he does what? Yeah, I would never do that. I would That's I would scary. lose my mind. Get That's up. hilarious. You don't wake me when I'm, I'm like a sleeping baby. Don't wake me up. I woke you up a couple, a couple mornings. Mornings. I didn't love that, but at least it was morning. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you, here's what you do. Say this or we go to the gym. <laughs> Because that burns a lot of calories, actually. Well, we'd go to the gym. Actually, go to the gym and then come home. That's what I'm talking oh. about. Okay, there you go. Yeah. But I would go back to sleep, and then he'd wake me up. I'm like, fool, what are we doing? Like, <laughs> we worked out, and You got I'm me asleep. on this emotional roller coaster. <laughs> Man. It's the spirit. That's Just right. Strikes the spirit. Me. It strikes me in certain times. <laughs> Leads me. You think that's it for us? For the most part. We just have that common, we have enough stressing us outside of each other that it's not really each other right now. I don't cool. think. Yeah. It's not for me. I'm, I'm just trying to, trying to stay afloat still. Yeah. But we're getting there. Yeah. I don't like it. The, I don't like staying afloat. I like, I feel like oh, at this phase in our life, it should be a little bit less. Yeah. Well, drown, even less drowning. We don't have to get into it, but just with all the, you know, all the work stuff, everything that's involved with the work stuff is, is again, needing to get trimmed around and we're slowly getting there. But if I look at where I was six months ago to where I am now, it's a lot different. And hopefully six months from now, it'll be. be. But that's true. I think it's important to work through where you are now versus like, well, hopefully down the road, we won't be in this situation, which is truly where you guys are because you've got kids living with you and you have grandbabies here and stuff. And so it's like, well, it won't be this way in six months, but you don't want to just survive the next whatever amount of time. You really do want to thrive in that. And and so it's it's having those, those hard conversations to go, okay, how can we, what can we do now to one, like desire each other and to pursue each other in this because you don't want to get, that's the worst is when I know I do that every day. I just let the day take me away and do what needs to be done. And then I'm exhausted by the end of the day and I literally have nothing else to give. And so it's like, how do you preserve that time for the two of you? And that just really takes conversation. I think. It takes conversation, but then also takes discipline to, you know, you know, it's hard for you to say no to things, but for you to say no, for Brian to say yes a little bit more. And same with us, for me to say yes a little bit more, for Lisa to say no a little bit more. Well, one of the unhealthy cycles we get stuck in is I really, I really, if he pursues me, I've tried really hard to not say no. You know, it's been a number of years. I think 
recently, there was one time really recently that I made it very obvious, even though I thought for sure you were wanting it. But other than that, I try not to say no. And so I want him to pursue. And then he takes me not pursuing as a rejection. So then it's a cycle of, well, she's saying no, but just because she's not pursuing, you know, and so we just both kind of fall and go, well, sleep sounds really good anyway. <laughs> it's, Isn't it's that really funny, the nonverbal that we do? It's unreal. But it, it takes very little to get me, to convince me to change my mind. Right. If I'm tired, if he really wanted it, he would get it. And, or even kind of wanted it, he would get it. But if he gives up, I'm like, okay, cool. He doesn't want it either. But if either of us really pursued and tried, I would say most most of the time, yeah, no, we'll I make it happen. Agree with that. You know, but yeah. we both fall into a meh rhythm, and that's kind of sucky. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think that is normal to get into that routine of like. Meh. So, uh, Merry Christmas, guys! And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is real stuff. Put a dude. star on that. It is. People right. want real stuff. <laughs> there, there you go. go. <laughs> there you go, guys. This is this is it. This is about as raw as you can yep, get. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> You asked. I'm just saying. Right. You asked. I think we're we're good, right? Sex life good. Okay. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! The other day we were literally taking a shower. Was that? No, no, no. Today, yesterday, yesterday maybe. We're taking a shower, and he's like. I can't believe you didn't put a sex bench in here. And I'm like, oh, what? Oh, what oh. is a Bro, sex bench? Babe, Just somewhere to bench. put your foot. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you have one like, of those? I go, I like didn't, eat, like, do you tell the builder I want a sex bench? No, you like, say, no. I want a bench in the shower. He For shaving. He doesn't ask why. Why would you yeah, want a bench true. in the oh shower? Oh, my gosh. And so I, I actually intentionally took it out so that we'd have more space to like you could buy one shower. on Amazon yeah. and just put it in there. Oh yeah. my gosh, I'm not 80. I don't need like a Listen, portable stool. One of stool. the showers. Do you, have you had one recently? I mean, a I'm what? not talking about sex, but like the functionality <laughs> of it all. I don't sit down in the shower. I don't sit. I put my leg on it to shave and I got things. a shaving niche. Oh, yeah, snap. Yeah, that's not the same. What's a shaving niche? It's a hole in the wall. It is. Oh. Okay. It's a very expensive hole in the wall. There you go. Uh, oh, dear. Anywho, it was Good funny. It These w- guys are going to get more than they bargained for. It was just sorry, funny. Guys. They're like, hey, yeah. can y'all go back to scripture, please? <laughs> Lord, I apologize. Never get in. Yeah, let's talk about Jonah. <laughs> that big whale. Is that what you call it? Jonah the big whale? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, that's what she calls it. <laughs> Oh, oh goodness! My gosh. All right, signing off for the year. <laughs> oh, Love for you the year. <laughs> oh dear. Good luck editing this, Lisa. <laughs> anyway, it was just a funny. It was a funny random thing that I was like, I can't believe that came out of your mouth. Anyway, why didn't you really? sex bench? You can't believe that came out of my mouth. The sex binge. That's pretty typical for my mouth. Really? Stop. I've never heard. In your mouth. <laughs> I've never heard you say that. Well, because we've never had a shower that you got a sex the, bench in your sauna. Yeah, but I will. You won't find me in there. <laughs> I don't think I could handle that. <laughs> I, I like sweating, but it's just oh. like hot works. I don't like working out in the sauna. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can we borrow your sauna? That's right. <laughs> Maybe that'll liven hey, things up. If that's what does it, yes. 
I tell you what, it's for her and I to go work out at Hot Works is that's definitely a just not, have sex in Hot Works. We, we don't have our membership anymore. That's why yeah. we asked if we could borrow your sauna. Oh, well, there's not a whole lot of room wiggle room in that sauna. <laughs> oh, we've we've done it in worse. I can tell you that. <laughs> Uh, hot uh, box ca- car. car in the summertime. Ford probe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A Ford probe with the lights go. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we I asked to-, to see his probe and he misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got your probe right. That's right. Oh we need to sign gosh. this one off. Seriously, I'm, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to use from this episode. Well, it's not gonna <laughs> we got about much. 15 minutes. Uh, no, it was good. I think, I mean, I think there's life. maybe like five minutes you're not going to use personally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I guess uh, final thoughts on advice for communication at Christmas time. Communicate. Sit well, I down think it, and yeah. talk about it. <laughs> That's the thing is sit down yeah. and talk Uninterrupted, about it. Uninterrupted, un, or not uninterrupted, undistracted. That's right. Or in the sauna. Yeah. Why are you all looking to me? Um, Polaris. One word. Polaris. That's right. Polaris with the bow. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to change it from Jonah to Polaris. No. No. I'll Just change your name. If you no get pressure. A, if you give me a Polaris, I'll there change your name. There is absolutely no pressure there, huh? God. We, anybody that wants to dedicate or donate a Polaris to the podcast. No, just to us. Just, <laughs> just to us. We'll, we'll share it. Just drive across town to split it. I was about to say, how would we get that? Oh, y'all are so funny. No, but I would say I, I agree with communication, but it has to be not in the heat of a moment. It has to be on neutral ground. Absolutely. Um, yeah, planned. In, in public. In public. <laughs> Maybe with a ref or two. Yeah. It's really important though. It really, I think that those conversations need to happen because we do get in our head. We do make agreements and we, for me, I harbor bitterness and then I just get angry and really short fused with Brian. And so taking those intentional times of just talking things out and truly, I mean, like tonight, what I did is I was so nervous about saying something and like what you said, Lisa, about like you put your heart out there. It sounds so weird to say that, but like it is super vulnerable to be honest, which is crazy. We've been married for 18 years and it's, there's still a vulnerability, which is nuts. So I think it's important to be honest and to be vulnerable. And so that you can let go of this, the baggage that you're carrying, especially against your spouse, which isn't fair because it's stuff that I've chosen to make agreements about Brian with and get hostile, like have some hostile feelings towards them or whatever. So it's really important. Talk it out. When I think I would say to the first thing you guys need to pull off of your list is expectations of anybody outside of your own home. You can't, you have to start with your own expectations with you and your kids and then don't feel like you have to people please your boss, your neighbor, your family, your in-laws or whatever, because this is your, and that doesn't mean you can't go down the list and go, okay, there's room for them here, but start with you guys. But so many people start with expectations from their parents or their kids even, and it, and their whole Christmas or holiday dances around everybody else. And you never get to even examine your own needs. And almost always that leaves one of the spouses hurt or bitter or angry or whatever. 
because it, it not everybody's on the same page with what those other people expect. That's right. Yeah. Good stuff. That was good. Yeah. Was this the last one of the year? Yes. Yes. Yep. What? Yeah. We didn't even get good Christmas, like fun things. Like what? Like, you know. There's plenty in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, we talked about trees and lights and. So, um, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Yep. We will see y'all on the 24 side. Yep. Do you want a Christmas icebreaker? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, something. Come up with it quick. Remember last year we did Don't Forget the Lyrics. I mean, we were real fun last year. What's your favorite drink during Christmas? Oh my gosh, Grandpa. I don't know. (laughs) Grandpa. Mine's bourbon. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite drink during June 4th? I love love eggnog. President's Day. Especially with rum. Oh yeah. I don't think I've ever had eggnog. I don't think I have either. (gasps) I've never had eggnog in my life with rum. Podcast party. Oh, so good. Podcast. It's very, very rich. You can't, I mean. I do half milk, half eggnog, half rum. (laughs) Half rum. (laughs) Interesting. Yep. So we got to try eggnog Mm -hmm. this year. Another thing that, what was one of the, do you remember what the question was on the card that we talked about um, marriage marriage night last week? It was something about, uh, what is something that you would like to do this holiday that you've been too busy to do in the past or something like that. And one thing that I've always wanted to do with the kids, because we want to celebrate Jesus's birth, but we get so busy just, I mean, especially when the kids are young, you're putting stuff together. I mean, it's a night before it's crazy. And so we just kind of survive Christmas day, but I'm like, I really want to be intentional about making a birthday cake for Jesus Mm. on Christmas day. And so I think, and, and it's a lot of work. It's a lot of extra, you know, a lot of mess and all the things, but it's like, I think that's important. I think that's something that we want to, even if we haven't done it, I mean, my kids are older, but that doesn't mean we can't start something now. That's right. And so I think that's, that's thing. I think that's a great idea. And I think, um, Jesus's favorite cake was carrot cake. <laughs> <laughs> so could you put so that, if you could make, make that. that happen? That'd be awesome. <laughs> and we'll definitely do that. Let's see. See, yeah. So I want to ask y'all that. So y'all weren't there, so you didn't even talk about this question. I think it was, um, what is a way that you can make Jesus the focus, or can make the focus the reason? What was it? I wrote the question. Yeah. <laughs> How good. do you make sure you're focused on the real reason of Christmas? That's right. Right? Is that the one? That's yeah. probably what it was. Yes. I think our our favorite thing is to we do that hide baby Jesus thing. And then whoever finds baby Jesus gets to give the first gift, but we all, we're supposed to stop and read the Christmas story. In the last couple of years, we've blown right past that part. And I hate that. Have we really? Yeah. We just, we just like get the gift and get going. But huh. it, I like that. We just stop. We read and we've always one gift at a time. And it's always somebody goes and chooses a gift to give to somebody else. And it makes Christmas last forever, but I love it. That's cool. It makes it really intentional. So mm-hmm. yeah, whoever opened yeah. the last gift goes to the tree and finds a gift for somebody else. Yeah. And, and hmm. as far as traditions go, I mean, we've got adult kids and they all still get up and try to be the first one to find baby Jesus. Oh, that's fun. It's still competitive. Is it so. in the tree always or is no. it? Oh no, it's anywhere around the house, but like in certain areas, it's usually like the bedrooms. main living area or whatever. Yeah. That's awesome. And it, how fun we did the pickle when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh? 
A pickle tickle? Oh my gosh. I'm back on <laughs> nope, it. Nope, just a pickle in a tree. No, I think it could be as, as easy as just taking time to pray before you start opening presents. And uh, we do that with Alyssa's parents. Like he'll, her dad will read scripture and kind of, but I like that. Just to be thankful for what God has provided throughout the year and uh, just give him the glory for it. I like that too. Just everybody praying and starting the day with gratitude. I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. So, one, right, last, one last time to, uh, or chance to wrap this up. Let's go. All right. <laughs> Everybody have a Merry Christmas. I hope this podcast wasn't too late for you to pick up on some of those pointers because I don't know when I'm releasing this podcast. <laughs> but. but it's never too late just to push just to right. pause and just, um, and honestly, if you've, if you're convicted and you feel like you've, you've got that heart of bitterness or anger, anger, the best thing to do is just apologize. And you can't, you can't affect what other people do, but you sure can take responsibility for yourself. So it's okay to say, I'm sorry for being angry and bitter and, and holding something in and not, not expressing it because it's not fair to the other person. And so I think it's a good place to start. It's never, never too mm-hmm. late to change things up. I mean, that's what I'm learning in this, even just talking to you guys, it's never too late to change courses a little bit and do things a little bit differently going forward. Even if you've been doing it for years leading up to this point. Well, and if you find that conversation hard to have, sit down with some friends because that has, it does add a little buffer that you feel like, okay, it's not just us two. We can talk this out rationally and in front of other people. So yep. should we wrap that up now, Brian? All right. All right. Love you guys. Love you guys. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas, everybody. Bye. I can't believe we're standing. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you feel others would enjoy our podcast, please subscribe, follow, rate, share, whatever you got to do to get the word out. And if you'd like to get in contact with us, you can reach us at marriageunfiltered at yahoo.com or check us out on Instagram, marriageunfilteredpodcast. We hope you have a great week and we're so glad you're part of this team. 